Hey, what's up, everybody? Have I told you about Anchor yet? If I haven't, it's where this podcast that you're about to listen to was recorded. Now, Anchor is re- really the easiest way to make a podcast because they have recording and editing tools right on the app for you. They help you out with distributing out your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, just about any platform you can think about. And guess what? They even help you out with making a little bit of money on the side with your podcast. And if you're really interested in it, Go check out the anchor.fm site, or you can even download the app right off of your App Store or Google Play Store. Go check them out. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the West Coast Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Frias Guzman. I'm recording this on uh, early Wednesday morning. It is June 8th, 2022. It is uh, my sister uh, Jenny's birthday, uh, so just want to go ahead and wish her a happy birthday. Uh, Jenny, if you're listening to this, love you. I uh, definitely don't know what I would do without you. You know, you know you're know, you my big sister, and I owe so much to you and everything. You showed me so much, taught me so much, um, you know, but thank you so much for everything. But if you're listening to this, love you, and uh, yeah, hope you guys, hope everybody enjoys this, but I uh, hope you guys are enjoying your Wednesday, um, enjoying your work week, or your, just your week in general. I um, hope you guys are just, you know, whatever you guys are doing, listening to this, hope you guys are having a good time doing it, and I hope that this actually, you know, brings a better experience to your day, if you would. So anyways, we'll get right into it here, guys. Um, the, all kinds of news when it comes down to all the teams, uh, when it comes down to the Dodgers, when it comes down to the Lakers, when it comes down to the Raiders, of course. As I mentioned in my last podcast, it's one of the things that I definitely enjoy so much about about actually talking about these teams is that there is so much news and all the kinds of stuff always going on. And maybe sometimes it's not actually having to do with the team, but it's having to do with maybe a team around the Raiders or the Lakers or the Dodgers. You know what I mean? So that's actually what I'm going to be talking about here today. It's not going to be all the news about the, the three teams, but it's also going to be news just surrounding the sport or other teams in that sport. So uh, just to get right into it here, guys, I did want to go ahead and start off, or I did actually want to mention, last time I didn't really get m- much of a time to mention it. Uh, get Definitely, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not following me on my social media, on Twitter, on, on Instagram, definitely go to do so right once you can, or right now, pause this, go ahead and go check it out. No, I'm kidding, but no, but really go ahead and check me out. It's going to be West Coast Pod 702. Go ahead and drop me a follow, shoot me a DM, go whatever you guys want to do, whatever you guys say nowadays. No, I'm just kidding, but, but honestly, guys, go ahead and check me out. Go ahead and, you know, just whatever you can, just drop me a follow, follow, you know, all that good stuff. Anyways, and if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, definitely go ahead and rate and review the, you know, give me like a five stars. I'll make sure if you guys want me to go in and talk about whatever you guys wrote, just let me know on there. But it'll definitely help out the podcast and, you know, definitely help out with it, with it growing. So just to get right into it and to stop all my, all my begging and pleading here, I'm going to go ahead and talk right about the Raiders just to get right into it here, guys. The... News that I'm going to talk about that's not really centered around the Raiders, but is around football or the NFL. Not sure if anybody caught it. ESPN, I got it right around like middle of my work week. It was or my work day. I think it was like right around like five, six o'clock. Boom. ESPN sends me a notification saying the Broncos have sold their the team. I think it was like four billion dollars that with a B like. Wow. 
I don't know. When I saw that, I didn't even know that the Broncos were up for sale. I didn't know what was going on. They just made a big change when it came down to getting Russell uh, Wilson from the Seahawks. Like, what is going on over there, right? Now, I don't know if you guys have listened to my other podcasts when I mentioned all this kind of stuff. I really don't like to get into, like, conspiracy theories and all that kind of stuff. I'm really not too big on all that stuff just because I'm more about if you can, if it's right in front of you, you can prove it. Cool. But hey. There's all kinds of stuff going on in the background that I probably that we all probably know that goes on, but you know nobody can really prove it or whatever the case is. But what I'm talking about here, guys, is I have a feeling that the Broncos were not so, not the team that the NFL was looking to sell or or help sell. I have a feeling that it was supposed to be the Raiders. Now, if you guys recall. Mark Davis, the owner of the Raiders, had been in a lot of news when it came down to, you know, the, when it came down to Mark Bedane. No, it wasn't Mark Bedane. Sorry. It was the, uh, or was it Mark Bedane? Anyways, the ex-president of the Raiders, you know, after, I, I was actually, Mark Bedane was the one who was the former president and he went, he had, anyways. So, former, former president of the Raiders ended up retiring, ended up stepping down. Uh, actually, I believe, yeah, he ended up stepping down. Uh, usually, you know, when someone steps down, dude had worked there for like 18 years, you know, and dude ended up making a big allegation talking about that Mark Davis was, uh, you know, treating his employees unfair, you know, that there was unpaid wages and so on and so forth. And maybe that there was even like sexual misconduct when it came down to women and all this and that. And a lot of people thought that it was all like a, a thing to get Mark Davis to go ahead and potentially sell the Raiders, you know, that. There was even talks that, that the commissioner, uh, Roger Goodell, had kind of threatened Mark Davis in a way like, hey, you should sell the team maybe before we kind of take it away from you kind of deal, you know, or make you sell it kind of deal, you know. And Mark Davis never took took that threat very lightly, you know, when it came down to it from what we all understand, because he never really in some of the media reports, he just kind of, hey, whatever happens, happens, or whenever whenever it comes up in court, we'll talk about it then, or that, that it'll be settled then, kind of deal. He was never really getting too worked up about any of that, so it really kind of leads, all that, with all that being said, I really do think that, you know, the Raiders were supposed to be that team to sell instead of the Broncos. I really feel that maybe that, that group or that family that ended up purchasing the Broncos Maybe they were looking into the Raiders, I feel like. And Roger Goodell was trying to go and make it happen, you know, Vegas with a new stadium, you know, new head coach, you know, new Devontae Adams, and you know, all this new roster, and they're looking really good. Max Crosby, you got, you know, you got, you got all that kind of going on, you know, you got the bright lights of Vegas, all that good stuff, you know. That's what I'm really thinking, that it was supposed to be the Raiders, that team. But, hey, let me know what you guys think then we'll see but i mean maybe maybe some more stuff might come out later on but i just wanted to mention that that i kind of talked about that maybe this might happen or maybe this not now i didn't know that it was going to be the broncos or a team so close to the raiders like that but like again i had no idea the broncos were up for sale you know so uh but talk to me guys if you guys have any questions or if you guys want to talk about that more we'll talk about it more and if more news comes on about it i'll definitely bring it up so uh, the other things about the raiders OTAs have kind of been underwear, underway, underwear. <laughs> Sorry, guys, a uh, little, little um, tongue-tied there. But OTAs have been well underway. 
they are actually starting, I believe, mandatory minicamp, if I'm not mistaken here, where all the players actually have to go in a report. So far, so good when it comes down to everybody. Even Darren Wall has been showing up. He actually had like a little press conference or a little media day that he or that he was able to attend. And uh, they were asking questions, you know, about if he's planning on holding out. He's like, I'm here, ain't I? Kind of deal. <laughs> so, I mean, overall, good stuff all, all around when it comes down to the Raiders. It's really just try- time to wait, wait, to wait, honestly. <laughs> I'm super excited to get this summer over with because once summer is over, you know that football season's right around the corner. So can't wait to go in and see what's going to happen there. Can't wait to, you know, start getting these preseason games going. That way so we can start to see, see what the other guys are going to look like. And then just can't wait for that week one start. Wait to go in and can't wait to see what the Raiders were the guy. Can't wait to see this team um, dominate, really. I really feel like the, this team is going to go ahead and have a great, great season. But We'll talk more about predictions and everything's once once the season gets a little bit closer and everything. All right, guys. Now that's gonna pretty much all do it when it comes down to the Raiders. I'm gonna jump right into the Dodgers here, guys, and then we'll finish up with the Lakers at the end. Okay. So with the Dodgers, there's some news that I'm gonna bring up. It's not about the Dodgers. This is about the Angels. I know some of you guys that are Dodger fans are like, "Oh my God, why is he gonna be talking about the Angels?" Maybe for some of you who are Angel fans, you guys will like it too. Now, I'm going to be talking about, (laughs) if those of you guys who saw it, the Angels actually fired Joe Madden, or was it Madden? Something like that. He was actually the, uh, he was actually, yeah, he, he was the general manager of the Dodgers. He... And did he? He actually did pretty good, as a matter of fact. From what I remember, he we got to the point where we actually were competing pretty well into the uh, into the into the playoffs. Of course, uh, Dave Roberts was the one who really got us further and further into it. And uh, but Joe Joe Madden ended up doing a great job. Now he got fired in the midst of this what was it twelve game losing streak. Now that's pretty crazy. I've heard of some pretty pretty bad losing streaks when it comes down to baseball, but 12? That means that you lost to three different teams. No, well, 12. Not, not, actually, four. Potentially four, three, three to four teams. And that's... Uh, that's uh, I don't, I'm just... I'm just oh, wow. I'm just... Three, wow. <laughs> I'm really just thinking about it. Like, it's just... It's wild to really think about that this team... You know, especially with so much firepower that they got. I mean, they got literally two of the most, I don't know. Mike Trout's one of the best players in the league. And then Shohei Otani is probably number two. You know, this dude is able, like, just for the fact that they have guys like that. Like, it's, like, wild to me that they are, are struggling this bad. But, hey, maybe this is what the team needed. Maybe they just needed somebody out there who's going to give a damn. I don't really. I really never thought that he was managing all that bad. But hey, it is what it is when it comes down to it. We'll see what happens with the Angels. I really do hope that they get their stuff together, that they are able to, you know, perform better. But um, yeah, we'll just have to go in and see. I I really don't want to. I really hate talking bad about the Angels or anything or any team really, just in general. But hey, when stuff comes up, you have or when something comes up and you want to talk about it, you're able to talk about it. Might as well. And especially since he was the next Dodgers manager. Like, I want to just, man, I just throw it out there. Like, he, the guy was never a bad, like, manager. Like, he never managed bad. I don't know. At least not in my eyes. 
But hey, it is what it is. Maybe the guy just had to go. Maybe they just needed a change for change stakes. And that's about it. You know, when it comes down to it. Now, the Dodgers have actually called up some uh, some relieving or not relieving, but uh, just some pitching help in it when it comes down to it. Um, it's definitely been a bit of a. I don't even want to. Your expectations were probably way better when it comes down to the pitching of the of the Dodgers. Your expectations were probably this was going to be one of the best pitching rotations that we have probably ever seen. And that's exactly what I was thinking. That's what I thought last year. But that, everything when it came down to Trevor Bauer and all that crazy, you know, it was that it was all that stuff as well. But anyways, <laughs> this season, you expected, I mean, Tony Gonsolin was a little bit of a of a surprise when it comes down to it. I mean, you expected him to be good, but not maybe not this good. We're, we're all waiting maybe for Dustin May when it comes down to Big Red. You know, we're all waiting for him to going to come on back, you know, because we definitely expect big things because of, not last season, but the prior season, the man was looking like he was going to be a star. You know, dude was looking really, really great. Actually, no, sorry, it was the beginning of last season. You know, dude was looking really great. So now we're hoping that he can actually kind of pick up where he left off or at least kind of build up to that and then build up, build past that, you know. Walker Bueller, people were expecting to pick up where he left off. Dude was um, in the consideration for for Cy Young. People were thinking that the dude was just gonna, you know, maybe even elevate his game from there. Uh, Kirsch uh, was looking good. Unfortunately, got a little bit hurt, but he's looking like he's kind of on the bounce back. And then uh, this Tyler Anderson guy, man, he kind of came up out of nowhere as well. Uh, a lot of people had a, had really high expectations, but I don't think that people really expected him to do so well in the majors at such a quick rate. Now, we're definitely going to see what's going to happen once, you know, teams have a chance to kind of scout him and they have a chance to play him maybe once or twice, you know, after a while. We'll see what happens and we'll see how, how everything goes when it comes down to that. Uh, again, though. Dodgers are kind of just doing their thing. It's really early, really, really, really early in the season. Um, it's actually getting close, really, to the All-Star game, as a matter of fact. But as we all know, it's, they play so much, and they play all the way out into September. We'll just have to see what happens. Uh, we'll talk more and more about the Dodgers as the season goes on, though. All right. Last but not least, guys, we're going to wrap it up with the Lakers. Again, Lakers have so much news always coming about. And especially with the new hiring of uh, Darvin Ham as the new head coach, he had his press conference. Uh, his press conference on not that long ago, or just yesterday, I want to say, or the day before yesterday. And I liked it. Overall, the man won, won the press conference. He ended up speaking well. Ended up making some really great points on a couple things. Really surprised that Russ was there. Really surprised of how he ended up speaking about Russ. Honestly. And then yesterday we got the news that he ended up signing or that Rashid Wallace is now signed as the new assistant head coach with Darvin Ham. And I'm very excited about that, guys. I know it may not sound I know it may not sound that way in my voice and everything, but I am very, very excited. Uh, Rashid Wallace is, was probably one of my favorite players or one of yeah, one of my many favorite players that I had in the, in growing up, you know, watching basketball. Um, it was a big dude who played the power forward position. He was not scared to go to play up and play in the center position. Uh, he was able to guard multiple positions. He was able to be a, a dude who can post up in the middle. He had a mid-range game. He was able to step out to the three-point line, sink him with no problem. 
to play hard defense. He was part of that Pistons team, unfortunately, that beat my Lakers back in 04, along with Darvin Ham. That's the only reason why I'm kind of like, eh, about this whole coaching staff, because it just reminds me of that 04 year, you know? But hey, it is what it is. That team was a, a really great team, and they, they definitely had deserved that that uh, championship and everything, and I don't want to talk about it no more. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but honestly, though, guys, um, it was a great that's a, i think it was a great hiring uh pickup when it came down to it the dude's been doing this thing over in memphis with uh, with penny hardaway over there you know or not with penny hardaway what the hell with uh wasn't Jawan howard yeah with Jawan. no no Jawan's over in freaking michigan isn't he god i'm over here tripping over here no all right guys so yeah no but he's been doing this thing over there in memphis you know when it comes down to rashid wallace so you definitely understand the the coaching hire you know, you definitely want to, um, you definitely understand exactly, you know, you want these uh, former players who are not going to be, you know, who are not going to take shit from these other guys, you know, from the guys like LeBron and all these, they can relate with them instead, you know, they can actually, you know, you know, coach them up, they can actually vibe with them and they can actually like, you know, let them know what their expectations are, you know, overall and expect that from them, you know, when it comes down to it, you know, they, you know, they can actually hold them accountable a little bit easier when it, when it comes down to it. And it's a little sad. It's a little hard. It's a little bad to say, I guess, um, that it seems like there's a, a change in coaching, you know, if you, if you know what I mean, I was talking to one of my coworkers, uh, Azim, uh, hopefully you're listening to this, bro. If you are shout out to you, my dude, <laughs> but, uh, I definitely wanted to just mention, like, it's one of the things that I heard recently. There's, There seems to be a big coaching change. You're noticing that it's not so much of these guys who used to play basketball, maybe, like, in high school and stuff like that. It's more these former players. You're getting a lot of these guys who were former players, journeymen, so on and so forth. You know, you're getting your your Steve Kerrs, your, your, uh, your Willie Greens, your... Uh, got a uh, uh, Ime Udoka is with the with with the Celtics. You know, you have all these guys who are former players. Um, Chauncey Billups with the Blazers. You know, you got all these guys who are former players who are actually looking like they're having some some success. At least right now. I mean, you definitely have two former players who are head coaches who are in the finals right now. Steve Kerr has had all kinds of, of success at least recently with the with the Warriors. So you definitely going to, you definitely seen that maybe there's a little bit of a of a coaching change. You know, you're really not having many of these many of these old type of coaches, you know. And um I don't know, maybe it is that fact that they're able to relate a little bit more. Maybe it's along with the change of players. You know, you have a different type of players like these guys are more well aware of the, of the issues from from the past and so on and so forth, you know, but it is what it is when it comes down to it, maybe at this point, you know? <laughs> now, the last thing I did want to mention here, I am very, very excited to go in and hear about some of the stuff that Darvin Ham had to report and some of the stuff that the Lakers have had to report. The reports have kind of been coming out that Darvin Ham is, is expected to have some uh, a big input on how they're going to build up the roster with Rob Palinka. Now, you're definitely excited to hear that because overall, you want, you know, your coach, your maybe your best players in like LeBron James, Anthony Davis, maybe Russell Westbrook, you include in there. Maybe even maybe even have like a little meeting with your whole roster that, that you currently have. You know, the ones that you guys for sure, for sure want to keep. 
and you talk it out with them. Maybe you have a little bit of a meeting, like, hey, you know, you guys have an idea of some certain type of players, or maybe if you know for sure a player, you know, we'll talk to, you know, see what we can do, blah, blah, blah. At least just the fact that he is having, at least the fact that that's, so I guess the plan for him to build up this roster with Rampolinka there is definitely a big thing. You know, you're seeing that that the, there's a difference, you know, when it comes down to this coaching hire. You know, I really feel that in the past couple of years, Frank Vogel really was not in those meeting rooms. Or if he was, they never really, they put maybe a small bit of input in what he said. Now, again, I wasn't in those meetings. I wasn't in those rooms, but I'm just, I'm just kind of thinking, you know, especially with the differences that have kind of came up about this coaching hire. The fact that Darvin Ham has full reign in order to go in and hire his own coaches and his own staff and so on and so forth. You know, maybe they're, maybe the Lakers are just learning from the mistakes from the past. I mean, and that's a good thing. You know, overall, that's exactly what they're going to have to go in and do. They have to go in and learn from the mistakes. I mean, that's what everybody has to has to really do, honestly. But uh, when it comes down to it, though, I, I'm a lot of some reports have been kind of coming out that maybe people are being a little bit too skittish or a little bit too scared that this is going to turn into just Darvin Ham turning the Lakers into the Bucks, into the Milwaukee Bucks, and. I don't really see that being the case, you know, when it comes down to it. Um, Coach Budenholzer, he has a different, uh, yeah, I mean, they have similar styles. They want to go in and have the same kind of kind of principles on defense. They want to play hard on defense, which I have no problem with. I really feel you play hard on defense to make it easier for yourself on, on offense, whether if it is that you're able to go in and get a stop and then you have a, a running start on offense and then you catch the defense off guard at that point. Whether if you're able to go in and get a nice easy easy layup at the at the rim, or if you kick it out to to an open three point shot, it, to me that just I think is easy or simple. But when it comes down to it, I mean, the championship year in 2020 isn't that proof enough that that kind of works out. You play hard on defense to make it easier for yourself on offense. And then, yeah, maybe it's a little bit more taxing on yourself and on this and that. But, hey, if you got enough guys that play hard enough, you know, it's not going to be so difficult as long as one guy. Like, that's one of the things, especially in the past couple of years, it felt like Anthony Davis was expected too much to just cover for too many people. You know, like, yeah, the man is great. And he has plenty of things. I'm pretty sure Darvin Ham kind of looked at you know, Anthony Davis and it's like, hey, this guy can do a lot of things that, that Giannis can do. And, hey, this guy can do a lot of things that Brooke Lopez can do. And he can even do some things that uh, Bobby Portis can do. That maybe not all, maybe that, you know, there. but there's things that Bobby Portis can't do that Giannis can do. But, hey, Anthony Davis can do just about what all three of those guys can do. And I'm pretty sure that Darvin Ham and, and Sheed have kind of been talking about this, you know, kind of saying, like, hey, you know, especially from his press conference, Darvin Ham mentioned, hey, LeBron's going to be LeBron. Uh, Russ is going to be Russ. But Anthony Davis, <laughs> you know, he, it shows that he sees something that, that this guy could be better or greater than what he has already been. You know, that he can achieve better things that he's already achieved. You know, so it's, it, that kind of stuff gets me excited because I don't know about you guys. I'm pretty sure you guys all know. I like me some Anthony Davis. That dude is a freaking superstar. As long as the man stays healthy, 
As long as this dude stays healthy, that's all. I'm going to say one more time. As long as the dude stays healthy. Um, that's almost like a prayer, man. <laughs> if this man stays healthy, the Lakers will succeed. He's he's showing it time and time again. Even last year, with all the stuff that he had, with all the doubts, with all the stuff that was going on, this man made Joel Embiid look like a freaking JV guy. <laughs> He went up and there. He's like, "Oh, so you, you Joel Embiid, you the guy who's who's MVP?" And Anthony Davis came in here just thirty. Let's go, you know, thirty. And he it was it was a thirty fifteen and four. He had four blocks. Uh, it, like he made Joel Embiid look like he had no business being mentioned for MVP. I mean, dude never won, and so maybe that was you know. But hey. Yeah. Now, again, I can't stress it enough. I'm hoping that the dude stays healthy. Hope LeBron stays healthy. Russ, um, stayed healthy all through last season. I hope he continues that. You know, when it comes down to it, uh, there has been some pictures and some videos that I've seen of Anthony Davis, and it looks like he's actually slimmed down. Uh, it's one of the things that I heard today, and that I that I kind of overlooked all last season is that he did actually bulk up. He, he went up in weight, you know, since he was going to be playing in the center position a little bit more. So he actually did gain some weight. He gained and maybe packed on some muscle. And then you have to kind of think about it. Hey, you do that. And especially with how springy and jumpy he likes to be, you know, you think that maybe that weight kind of messed that up and maybe even helped as far as him getting injured, you know? Or maybe contributed to him getting injured. You know, I never really thought about it that way or anything like that. I mean, it's definitely true. Like, I mean, people sometimes gain weight and they try to go ahead and, you know, you know, especially on the, on the, on, with when it comes down to athletes, you know, you know, they, you, you can't, you have to adjust to that kind of weight. You have to find time in order to kind of build strength up on that weight, you know. But, um, again, it's, it's a long off season. It's one of the things, again, about the Lakers that I love talking about them, that there's always news, always new stuff coming up. But uh, we'll have to go in and see what happens later on down the line. Um, and we'll see once, they, once the finals and everything are all over. Uh, we'll see game three is actually tonight. I am hoping that the Warriors can pull off a win. I'm pretty sure they're going to take at least one of these two uh, road wins in Boston or road games in Boston. Now, we'll have to just see. But I am thinking tonight, Warriors Warriors beat the Celtics. I think it'll it'll be a close one, though. It's going to be a shootout. It's, it's just going to be both of them just shooting, just hawking up threes all night long, I think. You know, and, but um, I think it'll definitely be high scoring. Like, both teams are going to be, like, past 115, like 120 around there. You know, not, 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 maybe not too much defense. <laughs> But, uh, or maybe they're just making some ridiculous shots, you know? That's what I'm really thinking. That they're just going to start making some ridiculous shots. But, hey, we'll see what happens. We'll see how this game goes on. But I am thinking Warriors are going to are gonna win it out, are going to get another dub this one. They're going to, you know, start off with start off on the road really well. Maybe Celtics will game, game, take, we'll take game four, you know, tie it up at two. I'm really thinking, though, if Celtics, if they, I don't even want to say this right now. I was telling um, I was telling my coworker Sam, I'm like, if they, if this goes to Game Seven, I'm really thinking that the Celtics will win. Oh my God, I can't believe I just said it. 
But, <laughs> but uh, I'm really thinking the Warriors are going to pull that out in six. The Warriors are going to are gonna be up 3-2, entering game six, and they're just going to be like, hey, tonight's the fucking game. We need, a, we need to just go for the juggler. You know what I mean? You know, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> We'll have to see. I really just don't want to see the Celtics win. As you guys know, I'm a big-time Laker fan. I don't want to see the Celtics win. The hell with all that. Forget Boston. Yeah, fuck Boston. All of that. <laughs> so, uh, we'll see what happens. I'm really excited. Really pumped up for this game. But I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast here today, guys. I'm going to be trying to get more consistent with this. Again, I'll probably talk to you guys again on, on Friday. We'll talk more about all these teams. And we'll talk more about sports just in general. Again, I hope you guys enjoy your Wednesday. Happy birthday again to my sister Jenny. Shout out to everybody who's been who's been listening to this and definitely share share and talk to your peoples about it. Until next time, guys. Peace. <laughs>